0: greetings everyone i am damon and i'm jake (laughs) and you're listening to logic lane hey welcome to another edition of uh what is this logic lane (laughs) logic lane Uh, yeah yeah we just we we just wrapped up our other show tonight and and here we are firing up another another episode of this already but got to do it both in in the same night because we uh, did we have a scheduling conflict for next week are you on i think so yeah Uh, i I think i'm off next friday saturday are you off friday saturday
1: well, I was gonna go do some protesting, but then I realized that I actually have to go to work. So right, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> work boots are for those who actually work. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. I will I'm figure digging, it out.
1: Yeah. I'm, well, I'm digging this bumper music. It's it's these guitars really kick some ass, man. Oh, so.
0: it is good. I yeah. I almost wanted to just let it go and let it yeah. go and let it go, but then you've got you know two and a half minutes of nothing but intro <laughs> you know and then we lose people so I, although yeah. it's so cool i don't know who in their right mind would leave but they get and, to, and- they get to hear it right now behind our behind our voices it's it's there you just gotta let us, let, let us pause and and when we don't say anything for a few seconds you can hear it
1: right I say turn the music up and just air guitar in the background. That's oh, that's absolutely. what I'm all about. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I, I do like it. I do like it. It is a good one. Yeah. I mean I liked one of the other ones a little bit better, but I think this one works really well right now. So so it is what it is. So anyway, Jake, how was your week, man? I haven't talked oh. to you much. I know we've both been busy and I've been working a lot of overtime or it's been the the threat has been looming anyway of of overtime that i don't want that i'm going to be forced because that's how it works when you're so short staffed so how is yours
1: going uh doing real good we're getting hit by the same you know employee manpower issues dealing with mandatory vaccines people wanting to jump ship and so Uh, it's sucks it's an it's a nightmare man you know we're all we're all paying the piper in the end but um on the entertainment side uh You know, I I, as you know, or for you know, new listeners tuning in, I'm I'm a big um, PC video gamer, and so there was uh, uh, Amazon came out with New World, which is their one of their new uh, multiplayer online games last week. So it was kind of cool to kind of dive down into that and get something, get something new. You know, look at all the new shiny stuff, and and uh, damn it, Bezos found a way to take some of my money. So I resisted,
0: (laughs) but so so Amazon, did they just? Did they actually create the game, or was it uh, just something that they they, you know, pimped out, or 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 no? It's promoted. It's Amazon's.
1: Yeah, no, no. It's it's Amazon Studios. They have their own. Really? Okay. Uh, yeah, game company. It's put out by Amazon. Amazon. It's real. I mean, I don't know what you want to call it, triple triple A high budget, big budget. Uh, stuff, graphics quality. They have a, um, a really good uh, development team. And so for for those of you who don't know that, you know, when you release a new, especially a, a multiplayer online game, launch days are usually kind of like will we'll make or break the game. And right. they had a really good... They, their customer service was so spot on and you could tell it was put out by a big company that the servers the game servers that you log into were getting so overloaded and within like two hours after release they put up 50 50 50 new servers just on the east coast alone to get people waiting that were waiting in queues there was a queue time some people were waiting six seven eight hours just to get a wow, login to get so into the dead. game that's yeah it lot. was yeah huge numbers huge numbers you know a couple million people all at once trying to log into this thing so it was pretty impressive um to see something new like that hit the market so uh, you know been spending some between that work and spare time and and uh, that's been that's been eating up my time
0: well that's good uh i was i i, I gotta tell you you know it, i remember uh, last week i was talking about the this damn car that i'm in and i i have to say it my butt has been vibrating more often. I, I'm not a fan <laughs> of this. I I, I very much dislike this stupid car. Um, the daughter and I had to. We had an appointment. We had to drive across to you know into the into Minnesota and and do some. Uh, it was actually this was uh, this was to help the wife out. She. She sure. messaged me one morning. I was in bed, so she hit me with a message. So the first thing I see when I, you know, I I, I sit up from the edge of the bed, I pick up the phone, I just do a quick flip as I'm kind of waking up, and I'm looking, and she's like, "Any way you can call in today? Uh, need some need some help." I'm like, "Um, <laughs> I." I, I Yes, I could. Okay, I'm. Uh, figure yeah, uh, yeah. I'm thinking. I'm starting <laughs> yeah. to think. Okay, what am I getting into if I if I do this? So so I, I come out to the living room and talk to her. She says, "Well, I got this to do. I got that to do, and I got these things to do." So ultimately, really, what it came down to is, she had a ton of stuff to do that day, and by me taking the day off, it cut her load in half. You know, so now, well, I, yeah, ah, okay. that's basically what that was. So, okay, not a big deal. So, I, 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 we're sitting here in the morning. She gets an email that she, we ordered, we've got, we've got our three dogs, and she's been ordering the food online. And I, I, I had thought it was Amazon. Well, apparently, this last time she ch- tried uh, Chewy.com, you see them on TV all the time.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah the dog food.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're a, they're a dog. Uh, They're
1: a vendor that deals with all things dogs, food, toys, all kinds of stuff. So set me straight. Was was she? Because I got the impression she was ordering for, like for you guys, not for no, the dogs. no, 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 no. This okay, was for the dogs. All right. <laughs> this was absolutely for the dogs. Although they I would have some really good biscuits there or something <laughs> if you're ordering. Yeah, yeah, I hear
0: their bacon treats are really amazing. By the way, I'll have to try one and let you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this was for the dogs. And, and and apparently she she made the order last week because you know you gotta you gotta have a regular order in these dogs keep eating the food. It goes away. You got to have, if you're ordering online, it's got to be here. Well, she gets an email uh, that morning and she says, oh, great. That was supposed to be here today. Now it's been delayed. It hasn't even shipped. It won't be here till Thursday, Uh, meaning right now and i was like well that's no damn good i said how much food do we got left not enough to get us till thursday she says i'm like okay well this is no good okay where do we got it? there's there's a petco and a pet smart right across the you know the next city over it's only about a 45 minute drive to get there not a big deal So I'm like, all right, well, that's going to be one of the things I've got to do today. Well, she was pretty fired up about them and and wanted to cancel the order, and they gave her crap about, well, we can't really cancel the order. She's like, it ain't shipped. How hard is it to cancel an order? I'm like, well, I I 100% agree with her, and I'm frustrated because we ordered this stuff online. It was supposed to be here so that we could feed our dogs. And really, by ordering online, it eliminates you or eliminates the need for you to have to drive all the way across up the up the hill over to the other city to get the food bring it home
1: grab That's it off that, the shelf right, Slep it in the cart Maybe. take it out to the parking lot yeah
0: and, and i will tell you these these places are so large and there it's like wall to wall dog food cat food you could get lost in there in just a matter of minutes <laughs> and you got to ask Damon's somebody for help damon uh, search party at two. damon search party <laughs> two. yeah really really i mean i was wandering around in there and there was a there was this lady that was uh, she, I don't know. She was adding price tags or something on stuff, and she was kind of in a center aisle. And she's like, "Can I help you?" And I, I first, my, I'm a guy. Natural reaction was, "No, I'm good." And right, we walked right. by, and my daughter didn't say anything. She's real quiet. Immediately, I'm good. Yeah, I'm yeah. Immediately, after about two or three minutes of walking around and seeing, there's like nine aisles of dog food. I turned around. I'm like, do you have this specific type? No, we don't care that. I'm like, I'm glad I asked. I would have taken an hour to find it and then gave up <laughs> and just come up with something else. So I'm, I'm messaging the wife. All right, they don't have this brand. What else? She said, okay, all of this, all of this. And it can't have this in it. And the first five ingredients have to be this, this, and this. And it can't be this and that. And I was telling my daughter, I'm walking around and I'm taking this deep breath. And I'm like, I can see my blood. I got to one of those watches now where I can just check my blood pressure. And it was, it was through the roof. I I, I told my daughter, I said, You know what? I really miss the days when you could just go to the store, buy a bag of food, and you were good. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Nowadays there's eight thousand choices. Yeah, the old Roy. Or, yeah, that was a big Remember one. Remember Chuck Wagon? Yeah. Chuck yeah. Wagon. Yeah, when it, yeah, yeah, the dog was
1: chasing the Chuck yeah. Wagon across the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Kibbles and
0: bits, you know? Yeah, yeah. The, that was Alpo. another one. Yeah, Alpo. Yeah, Alpo. I mean, that was just a good one, too. I mean, they're obviously not good anymore, but you know what? Our dogs lived a long <laughs> life with that stuff. You know, I get it. You want your dog to be eating right, you want them to to do, you know, you you want them to live a long life and not have stupid cancers and all kinds of crap that the food has been bad, but uh, it was a long drawn out mess doing that, but we were, we were driving all the way up there, and I don't know how many red light, every time I got to a stop, The car shuts off, and then it starts again. It must have started. Oh, that that automatic. Oh, the auto stop, yeah. Yeah. It must have shut down on me probably 55, 60 times. It drove. By the time I got home, I was so sick and tired of that car, I just wanted to put a bullet in it and be done. I I just I was so tired of it. I was like, this thing sucks. I can't turn it off. I said, "I, I, I will never buy that car. I will never buy a car that has that in it if I can't disable it. So, oh, my God, yeah. Re-
1: refresh me, what... What? That, that's a it?
0: Chevy Equinox.
1: That's now, right, a Chevy Equinox. Now, For some reason, the, I was thinking yeah. of, like, the Jeep Liberty or yeah. something.
0: No, 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 this this is a Chevy Equinox. The... Um, I don't think either of the Nissans had this. Uh, now, it just might be the model that they didn't have it. I'm sure all these new cars have it. I, I know a Ford, like, like I said, my buddy's got an F-150 2017, 20, 2018, 20, and it's got it. Mm-hmm. But he's got the mode where he can turn it off. This one you don't, there's there's not I've gone through everywhere in the in all of the buttons and all the modes and the settings everything I could find to try and disable this. I pushed every button on the steering wheel at least twice trying to get it to shut off and nothing's working. Uh, so yeah it just drove me nuts and it was it was a long 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 day just to go get dog food it was it was a damn nightmare so thank you chewy.com for that I really appreciate it
1: <laughs> <laughs> it does get better because we we've got two big large-sized dogs too at you know family dogs at the house and my wife bless her heart has set up this chewy.com thing Um, and it is, it's actually, once it gets go, there's a light at the end of the tunnel and it's not a freight train. It's actually the delivery driver coming you know, you know, the Brown Santa coming up the, you know, the, the street. And, uh, um, what the wonderful thing that we like about it is that we no longer, it like automatically reorders and we have it set for a certain time period because, you know, we, you know, you monitor your dog, you know, how much, you know, food that they're going to eat and consume. And so it just automatically, it's a no brainer. It just starts, uh, coming in, um until, like, you go on vacation or something and take the dogs with you, and suddenly you come back, and there's three boxes of, you know, double-stacked dog food stacked outside <laughs> the house. So, you know, I got enough well, to build a bulletproof bunker out of it now, but um, yeah, it does, it does, once you work the system, it does work. Um, you got to have a little patience with it, though.
0: Yeah, yeah. I just, it just fired me up because I figured, all right, well, I'll do something, help her out. I'll bring the dogs their food. They'll be happy. Well, the one each of the three dogs are on some different type of food the, mm-hmm. the the lab is an older dog he's got the senior formula the one French Bulldog is like two little over two and a half years old now right around there and he eats the you know the, the normal adult but our other guy hasn't our other French Bulldog he's not quite He's the one that was under my chair from the last episode. <laughs>
1: he, he is.
0: He's going to be one year here in just a few okay. days. So he's still on the puppy stuff. So three different varieties that we're feeding these guys, and, and the one, the one, the two and a half year old. He's. He's got some sensitivities to some stuff. So we're kind of experimenting to try and find out what he's allergic to, what, you know, he's got some, the bottoms of his feet are, are red and, and, and itchy. He itches his ears, his face sometimes. And I mean, he can itch to the point where he just scratches all the hair right off. So we're... Oh, no, that's we're, too bad. Yeah, well, we've we've got you know we we take him to the vet he's he's had his you know some injections and stuff and 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 that's helped considerably and and we're finding the right foods and the stuff that he's on is much better than the last few things that he's he's been on but so that's that's a work in progress but the little guy he's he's picky when you Mm -hmm. give him a and and they didn't have the food that chewy had that they didn't send and didn't ship anyway so we went up there we got something very very close and it's a it's an expensive dog food it's like 20 bucks for i want to say about four or five pounds six pounds maybe wow it's that is is
1: expensive yeah
0: yep yep it's very spendy and we brought this home because this one was supposed to be good It met all the wife's requirements and i brought it home it was a good name big name brand bring it home give it to him he don't like it So he doesn't want to eat it. He wants what to eat what the other ones are eating, and he can't eat all that stuff right now. So it's 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 kind of frustrating, you know, with with dogs and all of that. So it was just a long day of running around getting dog food. I mean, really, it was just it was just crazy, crazy stuff. But yeah, that 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 happened. So that was a thing.
1: um The other yeah, thing, yeah, but that- you know what though, you. You got to get those honeydews out of the way, and and you and you got to get them done, you know, because if if not, the consequences could be dire if, right. if you don't get those right. Those, that mission accomplished, right? Well, I
0: was a big fan of calling in, you know, to work. I, you know, I, who who wants to go to work all the time, you know? I, I had no problem staying home and running around and doing a few errands and hanging out with my daughter. Yeah. That's fine. I mean, my my kids are uh, virtual schooling. And it's not because of the epidemic. They started doing that prior, so they were already well-versed in it. And, uh, and you know, I, a lot of people say they don't like the, the virtual schools, but I, I got to tell them that there's a difference between an actual virtual learning school that's been established for some time and the quarantine schools that you get online and you do and there's a bunch of teachers that don't know what they're doing don't know how to do all of this stuff and have to deal with it you want to go to the professionals that have been doing this and that's what their job is there is no brick and mortar school that there's a complete difference in the two and we've got an amazing group of teachers we've got a, a i don't know if it's a guidance counselor i mean it's kind of that role but they call it an sla i don't know what that stands for Um but this lady she calls every every couple of weeks just to check in and see how the kids are doing she's got their grades she's got their info she's letting us know if they're behind on something or what they need to work on and it's really helpful, and we've got an app that we can pull up on our phone and actually see where what their current grades are, what they haven't turned in, whether they've done the schoolwork or not. It's it's phenomenal. It it's night and day better than than any other options that we've we've tried over the years. So, and we don't have to worry about our kids getting shot in a mass school shooting. So yeah. Uh, so there's that. Yeah. But but yeah. So the the point I bring up with that is is the nice thing is. The kids are done for the day early I mean the kids can sleep you know most of the time they got class at like 8 o'clock in the morning in most cases they do two or three classes then they got an hour break so they can go get breakfast or lunch or what have you they can get back on knock out one more class and then they're done by two o'clock I mean they don't have a full day it's you've got all of these classes you have to get done And we give you the time to do it and you might have math on Wednesdays and Fridays not on Tuesdays Thursdays and you know it works out well so it's it's more like a college um, uh, style presentation uh, presentation where you go to a couple classes then you're off for a while then you go to another class then you're off for the day sometimes you only got two classes I think my daughter said she or my son I think he said Uh, tomorrow Friday doesn't have any live classes he's just gonna log in catch up on all of his stuff there'll be another assignment that gets sent from one of his teachers he knocks that out and then he's done for the weekend so
1: mostly just show up and show attendance and yeah yeah,
0: basically it's no live class just show up show that you're online doing your stuff and you're done that's no big deal so it's kind of nice that way whereas I can send this 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 counselor a message hey daughter's got a an appointment today and the wife takes care of all that stuff by the way i don't but she she messaged hey she's got a doctor's appointment today at this time well that's fine she's done with class an hour before that so great so i was able to take her and we're able to drive and and we had a doctor's appointment up there today so that that worked out well but (laughs) i gotta tell you i had to laugh last night um you know before we get to the news um one other thing that happened to me this week and it was it was funny because I'm pushing fifty, and I'm no. I yeah 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 I know I know uh, hard 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 to hard to you know picture. Um, I'm the guy, and I'm sure most guys maybe not all I won't say most guys, but in your case, my case, we are the spider killers in our household. Right, Dad. There's a spider. Come True kill statement. it. Come kill it true statement yeah my 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 wife says oh my god there's a huge spider go kill it right now where i kill it and then i'm yeah i always play with it i go over there and do a little you know do a little knight in shining armor attacking and lunging at it and squishing it with the paper
1: and then I <laughs> present it to a her. Plunger yeah. and a plunger and a, and a pan lid from the kitchen, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, not really but, you know, I did just just a paper towel, you squish him and then I then I show him I was like, ooh, he was a big a one and, and hold it up
1: to her. And, and a hockey <laughs> mask.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, not really, no. Um, but yeah, you squish him with the paper and then I then I like, hey, holy, he was a big one and then I hold it up to her and then she acts like she's like, oh my god, oh my god get it away i'm like it's dead settle down it's not gonna jump at you well the other night everybody's in bed i'm done fooling around on the computer for the day and i logged off and i figured all right let me watch a show i'm watching my cobra kai i'm in season three now and i'm 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 enjoying the hell out of that so that's almost to the point by the way almost have you picked it off have you started watching yes Yes, i did hold 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 that thought hold that thought. okay um I'm I'm in season three and I have got it and it's 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 at this point and I'm like yeah I gotta take a whiz and I, I'm I'm about ready to pause it and I notice a big spider up above above kind of to the left of our TV up up over we've got this chimey clock that hangs up there and he's kind of ha- he's coming down from the ceiling I'm like that little bastard all right better get him if I can see him clearly from this far away he's sizable, and he'll go missing and somehow I'll get woken up in the middle of the night because the (laughs) wife found him or he found her and I've got to squish him. So I go over to him and it's set up kind of where he was at he was kind of above the tv and offset a little bit we've got this entertainment center set up and i'm trying to reach and i can usually reach if i stand straight up i can reach the ceiling if i extend i'm a fairly tall guy i'm a little over six feet i can yeah, raise you're my like arm six, up
1: six six one or something right yeah
0: yeah so i mean i yeah. can reach and i can touch the ceiling you know with my with my arm i mean that's probably eight and a half feet you know maybe i grab the paper towel i go over there but he's kind of at a at, a, at the corner, so I have to kind of reach up and reach over, and I've got to lean a little bit and tippy toe it kind of. And he's coming back up, and he gets to the ceiling, and I, I reach up to get him. And I reach up to get him, and I go to get him, and I'm trying to get him on the paper and then squish him against the ceiling, and then I'll clean the ceiling. It'll be fine. I've done it
1: hundreds of times little, before, a no spray problem. Paint
0: right primer. Yep. yeah little little spackle <laughs> little in your primer. Golden. just <laughs> spackle it up your bonus yeah well i go up there i go up there and i'm reaching and i'm reaching and i'm leaning and i'm reaching and i go to get him and i'm just about got him and all of a sudden he drops and i gotta tell you I've killed thousands of spiders before. I've never had one made me jump out of my skin like that in my life. I jumped back and was like swinging in the air at nothing. (laughs) And, and to be honest, I don't know where the paper towel went because I flipped that out of my hand and I jumped back because I lost it for a split second. I had no idea where it went and I'm looking over myself. Where is this thing? And I stopped myself and I'm like, my God, man! It's a spider. Get a hold yeah. of yourself, you know. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, I, I can't believe I'm just. This is a goddamn spider. Settle the hell down, you know. So I get then the same I'm like, reaction. oh, yeah. It just it it kind of yeah. fell and it fell towards me and I'm like, oh my God, and it just, the oh shit factor just kind of one of those brown pants moments, you know. So because I ended suddenly up, oh. that, that little spider is is a full
1: blown alien face hugger. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, maybe yeah. that's it. Maybe it goes back to the aliens thing where he's going to hit my face <laughs> and plant yeah. eggs into my belly and they're going to hatch this this larger, horrible alien thing. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what went through my mind. It was just panic. About this stupid little spider, and I'm like, my God, I'm I'm a grown man. I've squished these things before. What harm could it have really done? If it landed on me, what's it going to do? Bite? Ooh, it hurts. I slap it. It's dead. It's over. I get a little bit of an owie on my arm or wherever he bites, and I move on. It's not going to kill me. It's not a black widow. It's not a tarantula. Right. It's, right. it's not something with fangs larger than my toes. You know, I don't have to worry about it. But it's that just that reaction that I haven't had to a spider in decades. And it <laughs> I jumped out of my skin, jumped back, and then I caught did myself. You I don't know <laughs> if I did. I, I quite possibly there was nobody around. They were all just sleeping. A one so slipped out. I'm yep. sure if people would have been up, they would have all laughed. I think my wife would have panicked because I lost <laughs> contact with the spider and she has no right, idea where right. it went. She would have been in a panic too it would have been chaos you know my son would have came out and rolled his eyes like oh my god dad you're a loser you know that's probably what would have happened Um, so anyway so that everybody feels happy out there I went I got another paper towel I went over there and I searched for him I found him crawling around and I I, I tried to catch him because I knocked something over and I had to have that in my hand and I was trying to move a bunch of stuff ultimately I squished his ass he's dead and it's all over, but <laughs> yeah, I I, I I regrouped, I got myself together, and I handled the spider. Uh, not so much with dignity, but he is dead and gone now, so, so yay me.
1: <laughs> that sounds like me, like when you're walking and you hit a spider web and it just hits you right in the face, and then suddenly you it, it's like you're a fish out of water and you're flailing for air <laughs> and you're gasping know. and your arms are going... And you know, ah, you know, get it off me, get it off me, you know, yeah. and, you know, because it's just in my mind, I have this complete web, you know, encompassing and cocooning my head, and really, it's only just a, you know, but the psychological effect. Of, yeah, I, I get know, the same thing. And then,
0: you know what's worse about it too? It's this time of year and where we live. It's starting to cool off, so it's it's still they're they're coming in the house now because it's starting to get cooler oh, house, and yeah. they're coming in the house and our house tends to we tend to get the spiders fairly regularly anyway and we you know being up against woods and the lake we get some pretty sizable ones i mean we don't have black widows i think the biggest we have we've got i believe like brown recluse occasionally but they're rare in my neck of the woods um wolf spiders are, are fairly common and those can get pretty sizable um yeah, those can get yeah. nasty. Yeah, they can get pretty good size and, and and can cause some problems. But you know, we have them. They come in and and this time of year, it's not uncommon for me to be walking down the hall and end up with a spider web on my head. And what's worse is it's still a little bit warm in the house because you you got the windows open and it's trying to cool. You're getting a cross breeze, you know, whatnot. But it's still a little moist. And being a bald guy. Walking down that hall and getting a spider web in my face—it goes over the head, and if I'm not perfectly clean shaven, it sticks like Velcro to your head. And I gotta say, it's it's the worst ever because you can scrub and pull, and you almost gotta just hop in the shower, man. It, it just you, it, oh yeah, it's, it's yeah. Uh, it's it's like trying to get your wife's hair out of your comb, you know. It's just not coming ever, not without steel wool and an SOS pad. You know, I mean it's it's not easy, but yeah, those those spider webs and they stick. Oh,
1: well, here's a <laughs> freaky fact for you: that research shows there's about an average of a hundred different insect species in your house, regardless of your cleanliness status or presence of pets or whatever that that there's about 100 different species of insects that just kind of live in your home that people don't even realize that that they're there.
0: Yeah, that's, that's a disgusting that's creepy. thought.
1: Yeah, that's a that's disgusting
0: creepy. and creepy thought. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it really is. And, <laughs> is I, and it I'm like <laughs> I'm sitting oh, here looking all over the place right now, going, <laughs> I don't see any of them. But I'm suddenly sure all these the eyeballs around are, you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, isn't doesn't the average human consume like twelve spiders in their sleep? You know, yeah. No, I that heard effect? that. I
0: heard that some time ago, and I, I I hope that's a terrible lie, because that's just disgusting. <laughs> I don't want to think about waking up in the middle of the night. And, hmm, I'm not hungry this morning. I must ate a big spider. <laughs> God, just horrible. But so, yeah. There's something like that. I the don't mighty, know how true it is.
1: The Mighty Googs. Of course, everything on the internet is true, but I just, I just typed of course, in eating yeah. spiders in your sleep. And this is according to animals.howstuffworks.com. It says humans swallow an average of eight spiders each year while they're sleeping. Wow. Uh, and an average – oh, and, and a human will – uh, swallow an average of 52 spiders over the course of a lifetime so bon appetit man <laughs> you know what
0: you know what there's there right there is a good reason and a good selling point and if I was selling a CPAP machine to people if I was in that market yeah. I'd be selling that and I'd say hey you get a mask on your face you're not going to ingest any more spiders you're welcome right, right. buy our product and, and I, you will thank me later <laughs> right yeah maybe I'll tell <laughs>
1: how you how you doing there, top gun yeah (laughs) we're just fine we're about ready to launch the capsule
0: (laughs) well i've got one of those but i got the one on the nose because of my facial hair i got the big beard and and the the mask couldn't couldn't get a good seal and and this uh i remember when i was when i first got it um we were in there doing an update uh, with one of the doctors, and this was a, this was a female doctor, and and she looked me in the eye, and mm-hmm. she's like, "You're not getting a good seal. You need to get a better seal on that. You need to think about shaving the beard." And I looked at her, I'm like, "Yeah, not gonna happen. Oh, not gonna happen. There. You don't, yeah, you you don't need to talk to me about shaving the beard. It's not gonna happen. You guys make this product. There's a bazillion different attachments out there. I'm sure one will work for me." And she gave me this nasty look. I'm like, "Eh, all right, I'm about to walk out of your office and take my money with me you know, you ain't going to make that payment on your boat this month. You keep talking right. like that, lady.
1: <laughs> you know. Speaking of beards, speaking of beards, my department just approved facial hair finally. We were one of the nice. last departments in our area, yeah, to um, approve facial hair. And of course, it's their specific grooming standards, and you gotta, you know, they, they had to put some stuff in there, like no five o'clock shadow. Right. If you're going to grow a beard, you gotta go on your days off and then come back, whatever. But um, just from my interaction... <laughs> put with, a
0: little miracle grow on it so you can knock it yeah. Out real quick in a couple of days so you got a good yeah. one going yeah
1: yeah uh my experiences and just you know talking with in my department is really big on you know community-oriented policing and being approachable and it does it makes you less institutionalized it makes you less um you know the man and more personable and um so yeah so speaking of beards we're gonna i'm gonna be growing my my beard out here pretty soon and then Maybe I'll switch to a goatee or something. I don't know. My wife yeah, doesn't something. like facial hair, but but I told her I'm gonna do it just, you know, we'll get it started mine, and argue about it later.
0: Mine doesn't mind it. She just prefers it trimmed and neat. You know. Yeah. And 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 there has been occasions where, you know, deer season, I just let it go. I just <laughs> let it go. Somewhere around August I just start letting her rip. And come November when deer season is, I've got a nice long beard and right. you know,
1: I get Got compliments the whole on it at work, going, you know, right? but
0: yeah, kind of, yeah. I've had it yeah. long enough where my daughter's been able to braid it and do all stuff, sorts of stuff with it. But, oh uh, yeah, but yeah, that, that, that's, that's cool that they're doing that. I I, I like that. I mean, yeah. you know, I get it that the whole military and the police, you want to look, you know, clean, you want to look presentable, you want to look professional, but you know what? This world has changed so much Oh, it has. A bearded guy can look professional as the next guy, and in some cases, Absolutely. I would argue it looks more professional. So Absolutely. that that old archaic way of thinking is, needs to kind of go away. They're 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 changing things so radically on all these other levels. Why not at least give you a little something like that? You know, I you know, so I'm a big it- proponent of that. I love that idea.
1: It humanizes you. I know from my end, as you know, being a police officer, it humanizes you. I feel more human. I feel more connected to some of the um, you know people that I come into contact, both good and you know positive and negative. Um, it, it it really does add that human factor. And I have found, um, talking with other officers and myself, I was in a capacity for a while that I had a, a waiver to grow out a goatee and and do some you know work for you know um some plain clothes stuff for, for the department and uh, i i have found that it just it it brings that y- you get into less arguments with people because they have a you, you're not you're not this sterilized institution you know cookie cutter that they're looking at anymore uptight you know you're, you're right they address you yeah. more as a human being but yeah so we're you're, we're you're really not
0: you you kind of with a beard you kind of are able to shed the cookie cutter yeah. run-of-the-mill everyday cop appearance, right? you know, and yeah, it breaks it up. It makes you look a little bit more easy to approach maybe, you know, and you know, on the, on the practical side, you work in a, in an area that gets snow, your, your chin will be warm. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, you know, you can't, you can't discount that at all. That That's a great thing. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Cause so. I will tell you, I made the mistake early on in life when I had a nice beard, I decided. You know what? I'm just going to shave it off. I shaved it off, and I did it so in winter. When I walked outside, my face has never been colder in my life. Yeah, you don't realize it oh, yeah. until it's gone. And my God, my chin was like freezing.
1: <laughs> it was crazy. Well, I I spent 24 years um, in the military. I was, you know, right. um, a senior enlisted. I was a master, and um, it it it's after shaving your face. For twenty-four years, it's a nice, refreshing change just to kind of, you know, be able to, to, you know, cut cut loose a little bit. And I think it's just speaking for myself. I think it's well deserved. So I'm happy with it. Absolutely. Good policy.
0: Change. Yep, yep. I, uh, amen. I, I like that. Yeah, and, and in in the prison, they don't care. They they really don't. It's uh, you know the inmates if they're ever going to work their way back to the outside, they've got to deal with everyday people, and we've got to look like everyday people. So they don't really care. Right too much I mean you know we can't you know shave in the side of our heads you know anti you know you know, pro any kind of uh, uh, slogans or anything like that could could, could be yeah. seen as non-therapeutic type stuff. You know that. You know, But yeah, we don't do any of that stuff. So about the worst time, you know, we will get some of the inmates will you know on, on football games. They like to they like to since they're not allowed to bet or exchange any kind of stuff like that. They like to have little fun, little bets with some of us guards. That if my team beats your team, I will die my my beard your team's color or something like that you know
1: so that's cool yeah yeah so we're allowed
0: to do stuff like that so you know it's it's fun it kind of makes things a little lighter and then you know we we don't want the guys hating us so much you know right because when shit hits a fan and when they actually do work out that hey there's 90 of us and only three of you (laughs) Yeah, yeah we 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 can really mess you guys up if if we can work together but none of them seem to be able to work that out so if they ever do I want them to like me, so <laughs> I want to be one of the guys that they give a warning to. Hey, man, uh, shit's going to go down. Yeah. You may, may want to go on lunch break. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think you're going to be sick tomorrow. Yeah, 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 yeah. My advice: stay home, sick tomorrow. Yeah, have a family day. Do what you got to do. <laughs> With that, why don't we get to the news? huh? Absolutely. Here's another late development, and this news keeps coming in. All right, what do you want to start with? Do we do we where go do we right after this this first one here? Where, where did I put it? Uh, yeah, so see, CRT stuff we talked about last week. Let's get into oh, yeah. that one. So why don't you lead with that one?
1: So I, I know we talked about CRT, critical race theory, and, you know, it, it's a pretty touchy subject. I mean, both sides of you know um and when i let me clarify and say both sides meaning you have the government side which is the one that's pushing this agenda and then you have the parent side so that to me that way i, I wanted to, to be very specific on both sides and so along that lines um it, it, as you as we all know and i'm a parent you know some of these discussions especially when it comes to my kids and I, i'm i, I don't want to speak for you but um, I, I'm sure that we can at least agree on that. It, I can get really passionate when it comes to, um, you know, sticking up for my kids or sticking up for ideals. Um, right. And so that that can lead to some heated arguments. There's people that are that are angry. They don't like what's going on. They don't like this agenda, and they're speaking out about it. Well, I guess some parents, allegedly in the eyes of the government uh, or in the eyes of the current administration, are kind of taking us too far, and so. US, our, our U.S. Attorney General, Merrick Garland, is now directing the FBI to investigate violent threats against school officials and teachers for backlash to the overtly racist critical race theory being taught in public schools. Um, yeah, so last Monday, the Attorney General released a memo that said Justice Department addresses violent threats against school officials and t-shirts t-shirts teachers and uh, provided details um on the department of justice um they were basically citing uh, an increase in harassment intimidation threats of violence against school board members teachers workers in the uh, public schools and so um yeah the doj is going to be investigating um angry parents uh versus Versus critical race theory at these school board meetings. What's your uh, What's your thoughts on well, that?
0: Well, when I read that title, now investigating parents Who object to critical race theory being taught in schools. Right. Um, what side are they looking for? Are they upset? I mean, some some places are have banned it in in schools, like we talked about last week. Um, but in this case, it looks like I, mean, I, I read it as if they're going to. The DOJ is, is looking into what do these parents have a problem with? Why why are they having an issue with this this being banned? Or what you know, I, I don't know what side this, this is going for. But I don't I, honestly right. regardless of what side it is, I think this is a terrible waste of time for our government. I mean, once again, this is this is a government overreach to me. Our federal government shouldn't be worried about what goes on in the state period the state if you don't like it if you don't like what's going on in your state and eh, you know take your kid out of it get get them in in you know a virtual learning like I've got my kids I didn't like what was going on in the damn schools so mm-hmm. we got them the hell out of there you know and I don't like what's being taught there I got them out of there and that's that's the, what we're going with this way and and I don't know, maybe you can just pack up and move to a state that you like. I mean, I think that's that's what should come down to so many. Uh, there's so many people out there that are that are pissed about the stupidest things. And even if they've got a valid argument and they don't like something, you know what, there's a state next door that doesn't have that, or they're, they're completely different, or maybe it's not, and that's maybe what it comes down to. Maybe people just aren't able to up and move, but maybe they shouldn't have to. I don't know. I, I guess that, I just feel like the, the, the federal court system should have nothing to do with the state unless the state has asked for help specifically because they can't make a decision or it's not working or they need to refer something to a higher court. I, I really don't right. see. I think this is a complete waste uh, of time and that where our DOG could, DOJ could be doing something much, much better with their time uh, rather than overreaching
1: here so interesting um and of course all valid thoughts i have a little bit of a different take on this now so all right my background for my department i also teach um active threat response it used to be called active shooter i teach the active threat response and as part of that active threat response training in you know where i teach at uh, to my audiences, we used to have, and this was a few years ago, there used to be this FBI profile, um, and a lot of the common questions I get asked are, hey, what is the profile of a, of an active shooter or an active threat person? And there used to be a profile and tell there was a couple of active threats and, and bear with me because there, there is a, a point that I'll, that I'll get to. So, sure. um, the, it, 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 going back to the profile, uh, a couple of years later, there was that shooting. I want to say it was down in Google or YouTube, down in uh, the Bay Area. Where it was a, a woman shooter, and you know she got upset that um, she felt she was being censored, and walked into the. I want to say it was a YouTube lobby and started opening fire with the handgun. And so, up until that point in time, they thought they had a, you know a profile nailed down to you know what an active shooter was whether it be an adult male um you know uh age group etc cetera, etc cetera. and so the fbi went away from establishing a profile and now when we teach active threat response we look at um and there's a book out there called it's a study it's called the pathway to violence and so when you talk about a pathway to violence basically what the fbi has done is looked at They've looked at all the data, and there was – they've done studies, and these studies have gone on – there was like three studies that were done over a course of about the last 10 or 15 years of all – ever since Columbine High School and the event happened to Columbine. So to bring it back on point, part of the pathway to violence is um, there is – in all of these instances of these shooters, mass shooters – there, at the root of the cause of the shooting. There has always been an identified grievance. So there's these grievances that somebody feels that they have been, uh, you know, affronted or offended. And they, they, they had now have this grievance against either whether an individual or an institution. And then they start acting and eventually act on violence of, you know, against the individual or individuals or the institution. So getting back to the FBI or the DOJ investigating, um, threats or people and let's let's go back to the see once again the 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 headline to the article is kind of a little bit misleading this is a doj is investigating parents who object to critical race theory being taught in schools i'm all about that i'm all about it doesn't and like we talk about critical race theory does not need to be – it's a, it's a college-level theory that needs to be done in critical absolutely. thinking. It yep, doesn't belong in our schools, especially down in the grade schools. And the way that the article that the title is, Parents Who Object to Critical Race Theory, well, these – apparently, these parents are not just objecting to critical race theory. They're, they're violently they
0: are, objecting, yeah.
1: They're going in and threatening and, and intimidating and violent. And so I think what the message is that's getting across – when I first read the article, believe you me, I was Fired up, Like going, what the bullshit is this? Right. That we are now spending tax dollars when these guys should be get, you know, our men and women of the DOJ should be investigating these, um, you know, unvetted uh, illegal persons coming over the border. You know, they Damn should be right. going after the, the real, the real criminals but i digress on that instead of going after these parents but as i started reading into and then my background as as an active uh, threat facilitator it goes into and i kind of it, it, again the article is misreading because what it's saying is they're going to be investigating the actual physical violence threats not just somebody objecting to the critical race theory but the actual you know person going in saying hey i'm going to go home and get my gun and come back and, and shoot up your office those are the threats because of the studies that are being shown that the person or persons with these grievances have been shown in the past to actually come back to that workplace or to that government you know building whatever and it ends up being in a threat to violence and so i i, I get it um critical race theory not a lot of people agree with it. There is there is an argument, and of course you want to go to school and defend your kids. And so as I was looking at this article, and my point basically – and I'll, I'll end by saying anger in speech is OK. It's OK to be angry and protest and give your speech, but threats of physical violence to a person or institution are not OK. And I think that's what they were talking about the DOJ investigating is the actual threats of violence, not just the parents that were speaking up in the meetings. Right, but that's just my take right. on it. Well,
0: it, it, it. It gives you a title and then it talks about something completely different, but then at right. the end it comes back to what the title originally indicated. I mean, I, 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 I've said time and time again, my solution for school violence is you hire, hire unemployed veterans and you arm them and you put them in in charge of perimeter security in the schools yeah that's that's my solution for it and i would love to see that i think you solve two problems right there but getting back to this you know they they talk about the violence and all of that and i and 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 there's a quote here at the at the bottom of the story um the 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 attorney general states threats against public servants are not only illegal they run they run counter to our national our nation core values. Those who dedicate their time and energy to ensuring that our children receive a proper education in the safe environment deserve to be able to do so without fear for their safety. I agree with that statement. However, that goes on at the very, the next, the next bottom or, or the next yeah, uh, paragraph. The, bottom line. the attorney general, however, did not clarify how teaching that people are inherently victims or victimizers because of the color of their skin, how that's a proper education in a safe environment. So, uh, yeah, once again, this should should not be taught uh, at this level. It should be college level course and this shouldn't be a problem. You remove this stuff from the regular schools and put it in college courses, I don't think you end up having a problem at this point. I think if you do that, that solves it. So we, we already solved this problem last week before we even got to this title. So so
1: there's that. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I just, when I first read the article, I was upset, and of course I was ticked off, because like, you know, again, as stated, hey, we don't need to be spending resources on people that are ex- executing their 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 constitutional rights, which is to be able to, you know, a, a right to, to peacefully, publicly assemble. Um, but on the other hand, you can't be you can't be running in there threatening to shoot up the place either, because right. now now and and i would ask people to consider and you know we all we all get caught up in the heat of the moment i i'm as guilty as anybody and i have a knee-jerk you know reaction to something but when you were threatening violence against a person or a place you were now going to tie up resources because now they have to send somebody or people or a team out to investigate whether your threat of violence is credible or not credible and that team of people needs to be elsewhere working with the real criminals so yeah I get it and and please by all means um, you know argue your point um, y- y- you know be angry at the school boards for this crap that they're teaching the school but it's not okay to threaten physical violence I think that's where some of these parents have taken it too far and I don't know about you but I, I've seen a lot of cell phone videos and stuff that's been posted up of just some of these people just getting out of control at these school board meetings you know
0: Oh, absolutely absolutely I got I got another one here that that kind of goes right along with people getting crazy and, and stupid with some stuff let me pull this one up here uh, yeah uh, the title of this one black woman charged with posing as white Q. Klux Klan member leaving terroristic threats in mailboxes. Wow. <laughs> yeah. She was accused of posing as a, as, a, as a KKK member sending racially charged notes to the homes of families in Atlanta or some suburb in Atlanta. Um, Teresa Lucas 30 arrested Wednesday charged with eight counts of terroristic threats. She made her first court appearance blah blah blah. Eight yeah. counts. Eight counts. Yeah. That they, that they f- could tie to her. Um. They, they it was apparently families told the, the, the news, um, the, the media that they talked to that they had received handwritten notes from a quote man claiming he was from the KKK and threatening to kill their families. The letter using the N-word talking about the KKK, hanging people, killing kids, killing whole families, and setting houses on fire. Uh, one father told the uh, the news station. Uh, These notes threatened to burn houses down, kill them, said they didn't uh, belong in the neighborhood. Um, Apparently, it was a month-long investigation. Uh, They connected back to this, and uh, that's really the story. They don't go much more into depth, but this is, you know... (laughs) We talked a little bit about it last week, how this this is a, a woman of color... Mm-hmm. Posing as somebody not of color or somebody who's white and stirring up all kinds of race, racial issues, and honestly, I got to tell you, I, I really, really wish this shit would go away and just be done. I wish people could just learn how to coexist and be good. But I don't know. Uh, that that's just insane. But I've got another one here that I'm going to jump right over to because this one is... Uh, I hate to make the show all about race, but it seems like that's mm-hmm. all the news has these days, really. Right. Well, it's um, because it sells. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, this title is Minnesota Middle School Will Eliminate Fs, the letter F as in bad grade, right. to combat okay. systemic racism. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, that's a weird, weird title. But... Uh, the, this, this principal, Christina Pierre, stated in a YouTube video that our whole intent is to ensure that grades focus on the process of learning. Okay, I'm with her so far. Sure. Okay. She goes on to say, therefore, grades will not include behaviors, attitude, tardiness to class, whether the assignment was turned in late or on time. There's other ways we can communicate things, those things to parents. Um, okay. Sure. So you're 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 grading the student on the merit of the actual work. Okay. I'm still right. with you. Okay. Um, the assistant assistant principal. Oh, they call associate. That's what's tripping me up. I always called an the assistant principal. But anyway, Norman Bell. Yeah,
1: that's what that's what we grew up with. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, the they're associate principal.
0: principals yeah. now. They're associates, not assistants. Yeah, because you don't want to you don't want to label them as an assistant. You know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, how much but time they, we got don't get me started on that yeah
0: one. i know we got lots of time we can go all night if we want that's uh, another slope but else. anyway this norman bell the associate principal the goes associate. on to elaborate okay. that students are encouraged to retake revise tests quizzes papers projects and have a 10-day window to do so okay super okay just just supporting the theory all of this um looking looking forward in here, grading can be one of the largest areas in which systemic racism and inequities are perpetuated. This Dr. Kaz, I'm just gonna call it Kaz, there's a lot of letters there after that. Um, they believe grades should be a measure of what a student knows and has mastered a given course. Grading should not be behavior punishment and should not be a measure of how well a student can survive stress at home. Where what? in the hell What? Yeah. I mean this That's is just, just random. Ran this is random garbage. I mean really, they're they're not really They I'm sitting here scratching my head cuz I'm not seeing and they're talking about yeah, they deserve grades based on their work. I get sure. that. Okay. So right. was were, were are they accusing this school of giving out Fs because the kid wasn't showing up on time because he's got a bad home life? How is this racism? I mean, once again, we're turning. Then, this is a heavily left-leaning state, of course, and they're they're mm-hmm. top to bottom blue. Um, it 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 looks as if that they're turning this into into race when it's it shouldn't be race. It should be you know social standing. Is what they should right. be concerned with here. If they're worried about the kid isn't showing up for school, he's he's got bad grades because he doesn't show up. Okay, grade him on his stuff. You've obviously got a fairly laxadaisical approach to how you're grading, and it's it's clearly not the old curves that we used to have to be graded on. But how does this turn into race?
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know. It's almost I, I as if they it. were they are reaching for it on purpose. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're to, making to it get up. It a, a react? Well, yeah, that's exactly what it is. They're making the shit up as they go along.
0: Really yeah absolutely it, it, I, I can get I mean there are kids that are, are are well off there are kids that you know are up on time they're at the school mom and right. dad you know dad's or mom one of them is working a ton or is rich or what have you so the kids are there with their own cars other kids are having having to get up by themselves because mom and dad are both gone working or or in a ditch from last night's bender whatever the case. Right, the kids are getting there late. They're not getting there. They're not getting their schoolwork done because they've got a million things going on at home. Maybe, maybe the older brother has to raise his younger younger uh, siblings. You know, maybe, maybe that's a case. But how is it race? How are we turning this into race? You're telling me this can only be you know one specific race that's always downtrodden. It, it can't be the white kids. It's never the white right. kids. Are you kidding me? I mean, it, it, it come people come from all walks of life. Could be anything. So, oh, that just that just pisses me off. I
1: just what's getting uh, me in this article is the line in, at the very end where it says grading should not be a behavior punishment. So, w- since when is grading or having a standardized criteria of which to be tested against to to to, to reproduce your knowledge of the material? When is when does that ever become punishment? I agree. I mean, so, I mean, there's a reason why if I don't have the numbers, but there's a reason why you look at education, like standard education numbers, like math, um, reading levels across the board, United States. I I won't even get into like individual states or towns or cities or, or races. I will just say that the United States as a whole across the board is so is just lagging behind. The rest of a lot of these other countries that are out there, because they have not um, stooped down to the level of making. Oh boy, this is gonna this is gonna piss a lot of people off. They they they, they don't cater to students that have poor. Um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? P- that are just not uh, being productive in, in class. Um, right. They're not catering to them. I, I mean, I I know, and it's just starting to get into a generational gap thing. But I know, and it's been a while since I was in high school. I mean, I graduated yeah, in nineteen eighty nine, yeah. so me, I'm kind of dating too, myself. Yeah, yeah I remember about it that was, time
0: period as well.
1: Yeah, it was if if you didn't show up and you didn't do the work or you didn't turn in the assignments or you didn't read the book or whatever the material, you got a bad grade and that was it. The grade yeah. had absolutely nothing to do with the color of your skin your um your economic background your your social background I had absolutely nothing to do i had to deal with was i going to be lazy and not do the home or not right you, you know right. um yep. there has to be a minimum standard of which to test an individual on and so this to me it, it goes back to the whole everybody gets a trophy you know why is student A getting good marks in school and student B, you know, isn't. Well, it's definitely not because of race has got nothing to do with it. And and so yeah, I I am sick and tired of it turning into it's not a race issue. It is a student issue. It is a study issue. Maybe a learning disability issue. Maybe, you know, there's some dyslexia or something in there as to why the student is not grasping the material. But but dyslexia is colorblind learning disabilities are colorblind they don't care what color or ethnic background your student is if you have a disability you have a disability it is you know uh a, a, it, it doesn't it doesn't discriminate you know so yeah i i'm telling you i'm i'm ready for the zombie hordes to to, to come over the yeah to the hills and, yeah you yeah. know um this well, is just getting stu- well stupid, I, i'm
0: glad you said uh uh mental disability because that's that's going to segue right into this next one this this one this one came from oh boy the peacock nbc news i guess it's nbc news the Uh little peacock symbol um a guy named Er ernest johnson um,
1: oh yeah ernest johnson
0: executed despite his claims uh, or his attorney's claims uh that the death penalty opponents Boy, that reads really screwed up. Anyway, he, they claimed he had an intellectual disability, and killing him violated the constitution. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was sixty-one, convicted of murders of three convenience store employees almost three decades ago, who was executed by lethal exjec- lethal injection. Do they even say where was this? Missouri. This was in Missouri. Uh, Pope Francis, two members of conver- Congress, and former Democrat. Uh, Governor Bob Holden were among those spoke out against the execution Uh, blah 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 apparently all the way down to this legal team reiterated IQ tests have indicated that he had the intellectual capacity of a child and wrote that there would be no tangible harm in his execution uh, being delayed while questions over whether lower courts had constitutionally considered his disability were further explored Um I mean, it goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. But I got to tell you, my first gut reaction I mean, I, I can see the picture of this guy. I opened the clip. He does look a little slow. Um, flat out, he killed three people. Um, right. That's fine. And if he was actually intellectually disabled at the time, that's fine. But you can't tell me they are all upset about this and fighting over this and pissed off about this when it's been 30 goddamn years. Mm -hmm. They had 30 fucking years to solve this problem and to figure out whether he was intellectually capable or not. And they could have made a decision on this long before. At some point, you've got to cut the cord and get rid of these people. You can't keep housing a murderer for 30 goddamn years honestly myself he should have been tried been run through the motions been checked on all this stuff they should have done all mm-hmm. those the the intellectual capacity testing all of that stuff and the, the call should have been made within the first five maybe 10 years at the most and be right. done this long of a delay is just completely asinine to me um and you know, go go ahead with your thought here before I get get a little more long-winded. Because there's one other little tidbit at the bottom I want to pick up on uh, once you're done. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What what do you think? Am I, I completely off topic here? Should I be uh, more more compassionate to the, the menic, mentally disabled, or are you in a full well- agreement that they had more than enough time to, to make that call?
1: So my question is, and I, I don't know, and it's okay if we don't have the answer is, but the first question I was asked is, what exactly was the mental capacity of this gentleman? Right. Um, you know, what, like, where was it at? Like, what, I mean, in other words, where on the scale was, did he have the mindset of a five-year-old? Did he have a mindset? I mean, you know, there's got to be some sort of an expert out there that would be able to classify saying that here we have a, you know, 50-year-old man whose mental capacity is that of like an 8-year-old. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, the the his legal team, he's 61, and his okay, legal 61. team uh reiterated IQ tests have indicated that he had the intellectual capacity of a child. So okay, there was some testing at some point that claims he was, you know, his brain was a child. So fine, whatever, but it but okay. wait waiting up until the time you're actually going to, you know, for lack of a better term, pull the trigger. You right. know. Um, you had thirty years. Yeah. You had thirty years.
1: That no, you're you're right. That is enough time. I mean, at what point in time do we as a as a nation or as a society, who is based or we pride ourselves being at least we used to being based on you know law and order. At right, what point in right, time right. Do, do we draw the line and say this is this here is the statute of limitation? There's been enough appeals. There's been enough um, you know reappeals. There's been enough you, you, you know stays. Um, at what point in time do you finally decide to say that this has been enough time for the defense because the burden is on the defense to prove the mental incapacity right. of capacity
0: right of the individual? right they had 30 years to pull this off um mm-hmm. the big things that that comes to mind is they had a lot of time to make this happen i'm looking at it well you you, you gotta at some point you've got to determine uh, you got to look at the the actual crime. How right. horrible was this? You know, did he just go in? Was he, you know, was he under the influence of something else? Was he bullied into something like this? We don't know the actual info as to what the whole case, but that has to play a part in the decision at the end of the line. Yeah. So, we don't know that. All we know is he's intellectually disabled. But he well, killed okay. 3 people and the other I thing actually have is, the details okay the, the other the other thing before we get into that the other thing you got to think about is if we keep these people for indefinite amount of times I mean this is why there's overcrowding in all these prisons because the right it's the system the justice system is horseshit it doesn't work the no. police are doing a great job out there doing what they got to do to arrest but when you arrest a guy how many times have you arrested a guy sent him to the send him to jail and a week later, he was out because they were overcrowded or whatever other reason or they just didn't want to take the case. Oh, I got one whatever. better for you. I'm sure there's a million of them out there like that. And, and then then when the guy, they finally say, all right, we get around, let's let's convict the guy and then let's block him up, throw away the key. And you leave him there for 30, 40, 50 years until he's dead. I mean, right. at some point, you've got to cut the loss and, and just say, you know what? He's not going to be rehabilitated. It, you know, you've got 30 years to determine whether he's he's disabled, whether he can you know do this or not. He obviously stood trial. You know, he had to at some point. I I don't know. Yeah,
1: it just yeah. Go ahead with your thought there. So prosecutors said that Johnson used a claw hammer to fatally bludgeon a manager, a Mary Batcher 46, employees Mabel Scruggs 57, and Fred Jones 58 during a closing time robbery at the Casey's general store in columbia in 1994 um and then the prosecutors also state that he was stealing money for drugs according to the court documents so those actions and i'm just looking at the facts of the case claw hammer uh fatally bludgeoning and that's not a quick i mean that's a very violent crime
0: yeah absolutely
1: If, if you've ever seen anybody take a hammer to anything it's a very brutal and violent crime
0: and, and that's that's just one he had the time to sit there and do it to three people correct three people yeah
1: um he was stealing money for drugs so he had some sort of a like what we say malice aforethought there was some sort of a thought process that went into that It wasn't just a a manslaughter, which is you know kind of a heat of the moment. I mean, he knew what he was going in there for, knew exactly what he was doing, grabbed a claw hammer, brutally murdered three people. Um, And and so that's telling me, based off of just the facts of the case that are sitting in front of me, uh, that there is a mental capacity that he understood what he was doing and he understood right from wrong. And in my eyes, my layperson's eyes, that's enough to or should be enough to determine this person is mentally capable of standing trial right you know i mean it it, and and so to answer your question um yeah i know it sounds inhumane but um yeah 30 years is far too long and the you know the sentence should have been carried out a lot sooner once you've exhausted you know all legal amounts i mean how many times do you get to appeal something that's what i was talking about with the like some sort of a limitation because you, you can only otherwise and that's what a defense lawyer does and that's how they get the money and and they're famous they just take stuff like this and just drag it on and they'll just drag it on and drag it on and drag it on and, it on. Right. and ultimately who, who pays for it we pay for it because yep. you have to house this individual yeah you know, how many millions to, of
0: dollars yeah were, were medical care were spent on this guy over the over the nearly 30 years that he was in yeah there. you know i mean it it cost a lot of money to house these guys yeah. You know, clothes, uh, let's not forget government assistance. They get paid for being in there. I mean, it's not yeah. much. It's like 84 bucks a month, but what are they going to spend it on, you know? Right. So, uh, yeah. It, it what, what gets the me. Also. Yeah, go ahead.
1: I was gonna say the article also said that he has to be executed by firing squad. So again, that's showing me that there is a thought process. Well, no, he was
0: he was he was executed by lethal injection. But it was correct. funny because when we clicked on it, they came up with South Carolina talking about you know bringing back. Firing squad, which yeah, I was like, wow, okay, that's kind of a funny one, but it, it's weird because the story they talk about is this South Carolina going firing squad, which is really interesting, and we can touch that in a minute. But I wanted to look at the at the tweet from Congressman Cory Bush, a, a black woman. And she tweets that in Missouri, the killers of white victims are seven times more likely to receive death penalty than the killers of black victims. The death penalty mm. is a tool that perpetuates racialized violence. It needs to be no. abolished. Ernst De- Ernest Johnson must not be executed. I can't believe this. She turned it around and made it about race. It had yeah. absolutely nothing to do. Well, he killed three white people. Whatever. Who cares? It's over. It's done with. It's been thirty fucking yeah, years. I'm sure that the, the the relatives care, and you know his relatives care. But the fact of the matter, he sat there thirty fucking years and brutally murdered three people. He 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 got what he
1: deserved. Color of the skin is irrelevant, and you could have like not even shown me yeah, a picture yeah. of Mr. Johnson and what he looks like, and we can just and going back to like what we were talking about last episode. Let's like reread the article or reread it and, and take the race out of it and just say um a man brutally murdered three people
0: and that's really all it is until and you that's see what the picture the entire right. thing all it said is his name all the way down to the bottom had they not put it in a uh, picture in there we would have not known at all right. until the last paragraph that's when they start bringing up racial disparities in the prison, yeah. prison system. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I, they I turned think that, it into freaking race. Un-goddamn-believable. As
1: believable. a last-ditch, like, Hail Mary pass, that's usually the go-to for somebody to throw it out there to try to make an appeal on something, you know. And unfortunately, that's... Um, well, I mean, look... Look who said it. That was Congresswoman Cory Bush. That explains everything, <laughs> right? Right there, she was the one that quoted the uh, the killers of the white victims are seven times more likely. So, uh, yeah, looking at the source, I didn't even read that until just now. Looking at the source of of the comment, I, I my case is closed. That <laughs> that just sealed it.
0: <laughs> right, right.
1: She's and again, that's another episode. Don't get me started on Congresswoman that's um that's yeah a whole other
0: show in yeah yeah I, I agree um let's go to the lighter side of the news a little bit let's,
1: let's, let's look at some lighter there. side man that's, yeah. that was pretty pretty deep pretty heavy stuff yeah
0: well why don't we why don't we go with the one that you got you got uh, sent to you okay. let's let, let's go with that one and then we'll hit my other one here and we'll have a little fun before we head out
1: um okay you want to talk about the article that was let me see the one that was sent in you
0: rented the helicopter or something
1: yeah, the helico- or, or, Oh, or, yeah. Was it a there helicopter
0: or was it a plane? I forget.
1: <laughs> it was a helicopter. Florida man rents helicopter. And before I finish, why is it that that the anyway, it Florida man rents helicopter hovers directly above Holly, Hollywood sign, poops on it. What? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy shit.
1: I don't know what it is about feces in our show, and I hope that, you know, I just want everybody to know that we don't... This is something that was sent to us. We didn't go out and look at this. this right, was something that yeah, was sent to yeah, us. yeah. But the way that the article is written is completely hilarious, and it, it starts right off. this is before we get to the main news dump of this story... Oh,
0: uh, I know. Another, <laughs> another real witty writer here.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, our journalism at its finest. Uh, so... Um, I don't know. The, the article goes, you have to kind of scroll down. There's a lot of clickbait in it. Um, let me get down to the bottom. So apparently there was a video that was posted up. That was so graphic and big, you know, NS not safe for work, uh, signs on it. But, um, And and the author says, for graphic butt-spraying poop reasons, uh, she couldn't embed the video, but you can watch the whole thing, and there's a link to go down to it. Oh, God, please, let's not do that. It's worth worth viewing for the music pairing alone. (laughs) So Uh. there's a picture of this guy hanging out of this helicopter, and it looks like one of the older, you know, like, MASH helicopters to bring in the, the, you know, it's like... A low-tech one um, and of course his his butt is censored out and it you know poop 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 and um, apparently he just wanted to fly over and um, express his feelings towards uh, the uh, the the people in Hollywood by pooping on the Hollywood sign
0: (laughs) well there's a quote from him says I was tired of seeing Hollywood shit on America so I thought it was time for someone to shit on Hollywood yeah (laughs) okay (laughs) Uh, I wish people would wake up and realize that our country's going to shit. I, I agree with him there, although I wouldn't take it to the level that he did. Very interesting.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So apparently he put decals on the side of the helicopter, and you know he got his you know his first last name .com, and he was playing the uh, blaring blaring the national anthem from a bump box while he dropped his speedo
0: <laughs> yeah i see <laughs> like, that um, american stars and straights we uh, speedo yeah
1: shit on the hollywood side
0: <laughs> oh yeah
1: And of course, one of the local photographer was quoted as saying, I didn't know uh, uh, what the heck this dude was doing. I could quickly realize that this was about to be some crazy shit. (laughs) Oh, wow. Oh, man. Um, Yeah, yeah, I was I was tired of seeing a Hollywood shit on America. So I thought it was time for someone to shit on Hollywood. (laughs) Uh, He also was quoted as saying, I wish people would wake up and realize that our country is going to shit. Yeah, um, I might just start shitting on other places like government buildings and large news corporations. And so, I yeah, he's got very... a
0: feeling he'll be arrested if he pulls that shit.
1: <laughs> so apparently, he's very feces fixated. And uh, you know what? Hey, welcome, welcome to America. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> at, at, at least he had the cojones to put his name.com on the side of the helicopter. So we, I mean, everybody knew full well. Ooh, yeah, was. he wasn't
0: trying to hide anything. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Button all hanging out there in the breeze.
1: Yeah. So my uh, question is: Are you are you going to go click on the video?
0: <laughs> absolutely not. I don't want to see <laughs> okay. that at all. Just just reading the article is more than enough. And I, and I skimmed. I skimmed to be honest.
1: <laughs> you you skimmed over that shit. Yeah,
0: I skimmed yeah. right past that shit. Yep. <laughs> Uh, Uh, Here's here's one from Odd News. Amazon driver Insect Mishap sends package to roof of home. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Uh, it's funny because it says a California homeowner's doorbell camera captured the moment an Amazon delivery driver swatted at a bug accidentally launching the package delivering onto the roof of the house. Now, he <laughs> apparently was posted. He, he captured the, the homeowner, captured it from the, the camera doorbell. I didn't yeah, realize ring. you could do that. Yeah. So he was Oh, you didn't to, know that. I didn't know you could capture it and use it. I mean, I, I knew you could see it, oh, yeah. but I, I suppose, why, why the hell not? It's video. Right? Yeah. Um, but he posted it to TikTok showing, showing the moment the Amazon driver bearing a package of vitamins approached the front door of his San Diego home and started swatting at what appears to be an insect. The driver then loses <laughs> his grip on the package during the gesture, sending it flying under the roof of the home. The video uh, shows the distraught driver walking around the outside of the house for a few moments trying to figure out how to get it down. Yeah, right. And and, and then he re, uh, the the homeowner receives a text from the driver saying, "Hi, this is your Amazon delivery driver. This sounds <laughs> crazy, but I accidentally threw a package on your roof. Do you have a ladder I can use?" Wow. Oh, yeah. He said the homeowner didn't receive the the message until later that evening, but used a flashlight to confirm the package was indeed still on the roof and was able to retrieve it the next day. So,
1: <laughs>
0: Oh, how about that shit?
1: Yeah, and we, like what we were talking about. So that's what you're talking about tying in. You know, walking into a spider web and then flailing around. Yep, yep. Frantically and uh, launching said package up into the air. You know. <laughs> oh my goodness, that must have been hilarious uh, on the. Oh on the, god, uh, yeah. You know, to come home and check because I've got a camera on my house. the Same thing, and, and it it gives me a little. You know, it'll text me. Uh, and you know, because I work at night. And I sure. work nights and I want to make sure that the family's safe at home. And so I have the cameras up and it's mainly to alert me so that I can look at the camera and then call my wife on the phone and, and say, hey, there's somebody lurking around the front yard or whatever. Because I, you know, I want them to be safe. And so, um, yeah, I could imagine the owner getting that text and I get a text on my phone and, um, Looking at the video and watch it launch. Watching this guy launch his package straight up in the air, oh, on the song. roof. Yeah, wow, poor guy. We like our UPS guys. <laughs> yeah,
0: but I, I got to give the guy credit. He at least texted and say, "Hey, man, yeah, uh, do you yeah. have a ladder? I effed up yeah. a little bit here, <laughs> and I'm sorry. I'd l- I will go get it down if you have a ladder. I don't have one in the car, you know. I, yeah. you know, kudos to him for trying to make
1: it right. So, absolutely. <laughs>
0: Uh, so yeah, that's here, some funny stuff.
1: Here's a question for you. If you won a lotto seven hundred million dollars, okay. just off the top of the head, how would you how would you spend your, your winnings in you know a couple sentences? What would you do? Um <sighs>
0: Off the top of my head, the first thing I would do is I would set And don't some say ass- world peace. No, 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 don't no. Don't no. say world I, peace. Christ, you can't solve world peace <laughs> with 700 million. <laughs> Our government can't do it with how much money they burn every damn year, and right. nor can world all the others. peace. No. no, 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 no. I wouldn't do any of that. I would, uh, honestly, what I would do if, if I ever got that kind of cash is mm-hmm. I would help out first the family members you know you know family close friends um you know give them all set up help pay off all their bills and whatnot i'd set aside some money for my kids to go to college and then you know i might you know buy the wife a new vehicle myself a new vehicle maybe you know buy a different house you know build build something newer and then pretty much just just Put it away in the bank and uh, help out some charities and stuff around the area. And, yeah. You know, maybe put some money into the show. I, I don't know. <laughs> you know, but <laughs> I don't know. What the hell? You
1: know? Hire a better co host?
0: No, <laughs> no, 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 no. No, honestly, you, you, you and me could retire and we yeah. do this every day. Yeah, that's, that's what run we this would full do. Time. We'd time. we do it every day. Yep, absolutely.
1: So a uh, a gentleman was asked as he was buying ticket and this one headline is man play reporter with how he'd spend his winnings um, basically the, the reporter asked him hey if you if you win the 700 mil jackpot what are you gonna do the man replies and this is a direct quote Says, well, I'm definitely going to get a new supercharged Mustang with dual exhaust and about five kilos of cocaine and I'll be good to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, 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 that reminds me
0: because, you know, I was talking with the guys at work the other day. One of them was talking about buying a lottery ticket and uh, it, it was funny. And I said, you know, the, the people that win it are always really, really old people that are only going to be able to use it for like a year or two before they're dead and it seems like those of us that could use it and could really really do some good with it and would be around long enough to be able to do something with it don't ever win it Um, and and then my buddy reminded me of a story along god probably 10 15 years ago now of this young kid that was like 22 who won the lottery of whatever state he was in i don't know if it was powerball or what it was a couple million bills anyway he ends up buying big ass house i mean this not quite mansion size but it was huge and he loaded it up with drugs alcohol and hookers <laughs> and disappeared <laughs> nobody'd heard from him for like weeks and they found him dead in the house. He OD'd. He, he went out with a bang big time. Wow. He, he burned okay. every penny on drugs, alcohol, the house, and a bunch of hookers. I was say. Had just a blast and went out with a bang. And he, he, yeah, he, you can't give it to the too young. You know, too young no, people I, are not going to be
1: able to handle
0: this, something like that. But but I was yeah. just
1: going to ask you if this was, was this guy's name Hunter Biden, but then you said uh, he was dead. No, no, world. no. The, yeah. Uh, you know, and really,
0: <laughs> I mean, you're, you're not far off, but yeah, it was, it was very similar this. It was funny. Uh, I, I mean, not really funny, but I mean, it is funny when you yeah. think about stuff like that and it's just uh, unreal.
1: Yeah. Well, this gentleman's going to get a supercharged Mustang, five kilos of cocaine, and then he'll figure out the
0: rest <laughs> of it. I guess. Yeah, figure out the rest later
1: yeah figure it
0: out when he when he <laughs> comes to from all of that yeah he'll figure it out down the road
1: yeah yeah
0: God. oh that's funny stuff um wrapping it up before we head out we i uh you had mentioned you were watching cobra kai you you must have finished the other I show you're watching right, have you binged no. all of it you're not all the way through it are you i binged i binged the whole thing Oh, well, then don't tell me what happens because I've got like I won't two tell you or you what three episodes left of season three. So Yeah. But you're liking
1: it. Good show? Oh, oh very binge-worthy. Absolutely. I was a big fan of the Karate Kid movies. Um, I love how they have taken the old um, stars, you know, the, the actors, and showing them now. And yeah. there's some... I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Um, there are some surprise visits from from some of the actors. and yep, um, yep. yep. And then they have flashbacks
0: well, and stuff to the yes. old stuff, so you still see Miyagi teaching those lessons from way back yes. when, when Daniel's son's remembering that. that That's what really stuck for me, because I, I loved Pat Morita, I mean, Noriyuki, yeah. whatever his first name was, but he went by Pat. Yeah. And uh, I enjoyed those because I, I still crack up when i see those movies again and honestly when they come on tv i just watch it you know yeah it, it, it it's for it, those movies are are like for me are very much like the back to the future my wife and kids roll their eyes when they hear the huey lewis and the news song come on and it's mm-hmm. on tv they're expecting to walk into the living room and see back to the future on. <laughs> yeah. because every time i see it on tv i just leave it on yeah you know that's one of those movies <laughs>
1: Like uh, Caddyshack or Fast yep. Times at Ridgemont High yep, that yep. Uh, on, on any given weekend, either TNT or TBS or one of those channels is going to be showing Back to the Future, Caddyshack or Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Guaranteed. Right. Absolutely. Somewhere in the United States, that movie being played on a network somewhere.
0: <laughs> I know it, right? And they're good. They're good quality shows that have been around yeah. forever. And they they remind you, you know, back in the day, they were, they were movies that we could watch, that we could enjoy, and they were about our lives back then and, and what yeah. we were dealing with. Very sign of the times type stuff. Nowadays, we can look back and re-watch those movies and get the nostalgia of what our lives were and how simple mm-hmm. our lives were back then when we always thought they were so complicated. And looking back now... Oh, yeah we didn't have any idea what we were in for. So, yeah, it was a, it's definitely definitely a good show. I, I hope there's more like it. Uh, I will give one more uh, recommended show to check out for those of us that are, are our age and grew up in the 80s that liked the, the, the bands that we liked. Mm-hmm. It's a Netflix show based on Motley Crue, and it's called The Dirt. I've seen that. I've seen it, and I've watched it probably six times. Really? I, I enjoyed the hell out of that movie. It was so well done. And, and the biggest thing was it was because the guys from the band, the actual Motley Crue guys, right. wrote the damn movie. Right. So and Vince Neil and
1: Nicky Six and yep, all those guys. Yep,
0: yep. All of those guys. It was predominantly Tommy and Nikki but vince was involved a little bit and mick i don't know he's you know he's still around but you know he he had a little bit you know, so involved but it was it was so well done it was it was very very well put together and honestly i sincerely hope netflix has many many more of those 80s bands and they do movies like that about what it was like you know, becoming the yeah. band and doing that. That was so well done. I was I, I was I, I, I left hanging. you know, shutting that one off and it was over. Praying to God they come out with more like that.
1: Oh yeah, like do a whole series on it. Oh yeah. Do do yeah. you know, I mean they've done you know, o- Ozzy. I mean, and, you've you've had Ozzy, yeah, Ozzy and, yeah. He's
0: had so many documentaries and so many shows and stuff. We all know what Ozzy went through as a kid and worked his way up and all of that. Everybody knows the Ozzy story. That's that's an Ozzy fan has has been able to to, to ingest countless different shows about Ozzy and his childhood. Mm-hmm. But something like Def Leppard behind the music with all of the, the the tragedies that they went through over the years and how they're still kicking mm-hmm. out stuff and that would be really cool. You know, to to do some of those bands like that, that would be really awesome. Honestly, it was
1: but that awesome, great great show, great movie. So I'm gonna I'm gonna tease this for the next episode. Okay, I'm gonna gonna tease this, and we're gonna circle. We'll 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 do a circle back. We'll circle back and come back to this. So
0: write it down in case I forget.
1: Oh, oh, I won't forget. Okay. So my my wife grew up in uh, Redondo Beach down there um, during the '80s and was very much into the you know hair band scene as as most of us were you know back in the '80s and so she hung out with in like actually hung out with and was friends with a lot of those band members before they became famous. Um, and so next episode remind me, and I'm going to write a note down and and remind me to tell you about the, uh, uh, the time that, uh, my wife had an interaction, a funny interaction with Nikki six, no, from okay. motley crew because she is she's inter- she used to hang out with all those guys before they were even big in in, in any uh of of the clubs and oh, cool. um yeah she knew uh uh oh god she's gonna kill me when she listens and she finds out that she was in one of the poison videos they she was hanging out with uh, what's his name brett michaels and yeah, yeah. in in his garage of all things and he was kind of and he gets his phone call and says hey you she was there with her her one of her girlfriends at the time, and and says so, you know they were just hanging out in the garage. He was I don't know, wait or something in his garage or whatever. And hey, do you want to come down? We're gonna shoot this music video. And uh, so at the end of the the music video, talk dirty to me. And yeah. at the end, it's like this like they're supposed to be on stage with the crowd and everything. And, and at the end, they all kind of rush the stage at the very end. My my wife is one of the the rockers that are rocker girls that are rushing the stage. <laughs> uh, that's, so cool, cool. that's her claim to fame yeah 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 nice. so she she'll kill me she gets embarrassed whenever i tell that story but i think it's well i think it's i think it's really so, cool
0: yeah. that's something you can chalk up you know that's that's really yeah, yeah. awesome
1: so yeah so next episode we will we'll discuss my wife's hilarious interaction with uh nikki six from motley crew yeah that'd be cool
0: all right, well, you got anything to say as we're heading out the door? I got a damn bug buzzing me, and now I'm regretting killing this fighter.
1: Yeah, I'm searching. <laughs> I'm going to go on a, a, a what do you call it? a search and destroy mission cobwebs in my house, because I, now I've got the creepy crawlies, too. So thanks for... <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks for planning that little gem in the back of my mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's been great. Uh, it's been a fun week and uh, hope to uh, we'll catch up again uh, next episode definitely
0: right on man and uh, everybody out there thanks for putting up with us and listening to this crap and, and, and the shit that, that, <laughs> that we, we talked about today and whatnot. whatnot. hopefully you got a little logic out of it and, uh, and uh, you come back again for more till then we'll talk to you next time bye bye